One of the most important tools of the deep state in doing what it does is the so-called intelligence community. Now, we've been led to believe that this alleged intelligence community uh, is actually to keep us safe and they're protecting us from bad guys and all the rest of it. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, uh, with a few exceptions, you know, I, I always start off when I talk about the intelligence community with the obvious caveat that, of course, some decent people slip through the the uh, the process, and there are some good and decent patriotic uh, constitution-supporting, uh, God-fearing Americans who work within the intelligence community. Unfortunately, they usually don't rise very far. And we'll see why in a moment. Uh, we've been led to believe that uh, this intelligence community is keeping us safe. And that's why we need to spend who knows how much money, right? Nobody really knows how much money these people are spending. A lot of it's on black operations. Even Congress doesn't know everything that's going on there. Uh, and so I want to talk about this idea that they are keeping us safe and protecting us. Uh, first of all, I think it's important to know that they have made their hostility to the president, to President Trump, openly and abundantly very, very clear. I mean, th this is so improper. You know, the, these bureaucrats who, who like to think of themselves as like little James Bonds and stuff, most of them just sit behind a desk and then look at reports all day. But uh, th these so-called intelligence agencies and agents uh, have openly told us that they're coming for Trump. Uh, you, you have some of their former officials bragging about this. So uh, shortly after uh, Trump began making noises, uh, we had one guy, John Schindler. He went on Twitter and uh, he posted, and I quote, now we go nuclear intelligence community war going to new levels. Just got an email from a senior intelligence community friend. It began, he will die in jail. And of course, they're talking about our elected president, right? This Trump is supposed to be their boss. And yet here you have these maniacs talking about uh, imprisoning and potentially killing the president of the United States. That doesn't seem to make sense, right? What kind of thing is this? And um, it seems to be kind of an open secret in Washington, D.C. Uh, maybe secret's not the right term. Uh, here is Chucky e. Schumer, the leader of the Communist Party, I mean, sorry, the, the Democrat Party uh, in the U.S. Senate. Check this out. He's talking to that guy, uh, Rachel Maddow, about um, Trump's supposed hostility to the intelligence community and what that means. Check this out. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, to? but I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about them. Six ways from Sunday to get back at people who go up against the intelligence community. What? <laughs> I thought these are supposed to be public servants. I thought they work for the American people uh, as represented by the person they elected to become president, uh, in this case, Donald Trump. And here you have one of the top, one of the highest ranking politicians in all of Washington, D.C., saying that they will go after the president of the United States if he tries to rein them in. Uh, something is very, very, very wrong. Uh, and, you know, for a while, the uh, deep state bobbleheads and the fake media were telling us that the deep state doesn't even exist. It's just a figment of the imagination of the radical conservatives, the radical right, the uh, Christian fundamentalists, all, all these people who are conspiracy theorists and all the rest of it. Right. That's what they told us. OK, deep state doesn't exist. Well, they know that nobody's buying that anymore. Uh, in fact, uh, Monmouth University Polling Institute 
showed that about 75% of Americans now recognize that we have a so-called deep state in the United States, uh, defined as a group of uh, unelected uh, secretive government officials working to secretly control American uh, policy, right, government policy. Well, watch the acting former acting head of the CIA named John McLaughlin when talking about uh, the deep state within the intelligence community. Check this out. Concern and often used term about a deep state being well, there to take him know, out. Thank God for the deep state. <laughs> I mean, I think you know everyone here has seen this progression of diplomats and intelligence officers and White House people trooping up to Capitol Hill right now and saying these are people who are doing their duty who are responding to a higher call. Thank God for the deep state. I wonder what God he's talking about. My guess is it's not the God of the Bible. Uh, but again, this is totally outrageous to have these supposed public servants uh, talking about uh, using, weaponizing the power we've given them, the budgets we've given them, the offices we've given them to persecute, to take down our elected president. You know, if he was doing some kind of crime, if he was doing something unconstitutional, that might be one thing. And yet, so far, nothing, right? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, and, you know, certainly, uh, I'm sure many of the viewers of this program, and I myself also have some uh, concerns about Trump's adherence to the Constitution, but uh, not in any way that these deep state swamp creatures would recognize, right? They want more violations of the Constitution. They're upset uh, that Trump is exposing the deep state and um, exposing some of their machinations. So uh, a little overview of the uh, so-called intelligence community, which really is, is a crucial tentacle of the deep state. Um, as, as you know from watching previous episodes of this show, uh, almost all the leaders of these organizations come from the deep state, behind the deep state organizations. So uh, typically the heads of the Council on Foreign, or the heads of the CIA, the NSA, the DIA, all these different intelligence communities our agencies will come from organizations like the Council on Foreign Relations, will come from organizations like the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg, right? They're always at these uh, types of meetings. Uh, you have many of them that come out of the Skull and Bones Secret Society at Yale. Uh, George H.W. Bush, who, who ran the CIA for quite a time, uh, being one of the obvious examples. Uh, and of course, Bohemian Grove, right? All kinds of these uh, so-called intelligence community chiefs come straight out of the Bohemian Grove. So if you if you're not familiar with these organizations, go back and watch our previous episode on that. But I want to break down this so-called intelligence community quickly. Uh, there's a total of 16 agencies that we know about. Uh, the obvious ones, Central Intelligence Agency, the National Security Agency, the NSA, uh, the Defense Intelligence Agency, then each of the uh, branches of the armed services have their own uh, intelligence agency. There's a whole bunch of these. Um, according to the Washington Compost, they did a, actually a very interesting investigation before they were bought up by uh, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, who now has massive contracts with the CIA. But uh, before all that happened, they, you know, they never tell you that they should when they have a conflict of interest. They never they never admit that when they're reporting on the CIA. But be that as it may, they did actually do a very interesting investigation some years ago on the so-called national security state. Uh, they found that there was over 1,250 government organizations involved in this uh, intelligence community, uh, over 2,000 companies spread out across over 10,000 locations. They said there was almost a million people with top secret security clearances. OK, 
Okay, uh, I'm all about keeping America safe, but I'm pretty sure we don't need a million bobbleheads running around with top secret security clearances to keep us safe. And we'll break that down a little further in a moment. Uh, you also have, of course, the uh, major technology companies that have been conscripted into this so-called intelligence community. In fact, a lot of the big technology companies, including uh, the ones that are very recognizable, Facebook, uh, Google, all these things, uh, had a lot of involvement, especially early on, from the deep state intelligence agencies. Uh, some of these came through uh, contracts and assistance from DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research uh, Projects Agency. Uh, a lot of the funding for some of these uh, early ventures came from InQtel, one of the intelligence community's so-called investment arms, right? So they pump uh, taxpayer money into startups that they think might help them uh, better spy on and terrorize uh, people, not just in America, but around the world. Uh, so let's talk uh, briefly about the supposed raison d'etre for these intelligence agencies. Uh, you know, more recently, they've told us that we need them all to keep us safe from uh, Islamists, terrorists and jihadists. And, you know, I'm not going to question that. There are, there's obviously uh, people who uh, are members of the Islamic religion who really do hate Americans. They do hate Christians. I mean, they, you know, they've been uh, killing Christians for quite some time. Not all of them, but uh, certainly uh, history is replete with examples of Islamic armies uh, trying to invade Europe and beheading people, you know, all of North Africa. Africa was once Christian, and of course the Arab uh, Islamic armies uh, kind of reversed that trend, many, many thousands of beheadings as part of that. But the idea that these intelligence agencies are keeping us safe from Islamism is patently ridiculous. Um, next week we're going to be talking about some of the crimes of the intelligence community, and this will become even clearer. But um, They've told us we have smoking gun evidence on the on these things. For example, the Defense Intelligence Agency back in 2012 admitted that the U.S. government, primarily through its intelligence agencies, the CIA and some of the uh, military intelligence agencies, was first of all supporting the Syrian insurgency. Second of all, they admitted that the Syrian insurgency was led by Al Qaeda and the Muslim Brotherhood, right? Two terrorist organizations. The Muslim Brotherhood has been declared a terrorist organization across many nations, kind of like a Islamo uh, socialist organization. Uh, and then, you know, this has been going on for a long, long time. Uh, even the CIA back um, in the late 70s into the early 80s was supporting Islamic extremists in Afghanistan, the Mujahideen. And we've talked about all this very extensively. If you want more background on the role of the deep state in America and especially the intelligence agencies in supporting uh, Islamic extremism, Islamism, Islamic terrorism. Go back and watch that video we did. Uh, of course, the U.S. government wasn't alone. The Soviets did plenty of that. But uh, the deep state intelligence community's fingerprints are all over the Islamic terrorist threat, and they have been for many, many, many decades. Um, we uh, also have this excuse that we need all these intelligence community agencies and you know all these massive budgets and, and spying capabilities and trampling on the Constitution and all the rest of it to keep us safe from communism. And, and I'm all about keeping America safe from communism. Don't get me wrong. Communism is a vile, disgusting criminal conspiracy. Uh, you know, the useful idiots, hopefully they could be rehabilitated, but the, the criminal masterminds behind this um so-called ideology, uh, and really it's not an ideology, it's just a, a veneer to give a kind of a justification, a pretext for uh, enslaving people and committing horrifying crimes. But the idea that the U.S. intelligence community has been uh, stopping communism or protecting us from communism is absolutely and completely totally ludicrous, right? Uh, Cuba is an obvious example of this. Uh, we know from our own government officials the crucial role that the U.S. government and the intelligence agencies were playing in overthrowing the government of Cuba and bringing in the mass murdering dictator Fidel Castro. 
In fact, our U.S. ambassador to Havana at the time, uh, Earl Smith, wrote an entire book about this called The Fourth Floor. He testified before Congress that uh, Castro would not be in power today were it not for the U.S. government. Uh, then you had deep state operatives from the Council on Foreign Relations within the uh, CIA and other intelligence agencies and even within the military that uh, helped orchestrate the Bay of Pigs and helped ensure that it would be a massive failure to help boost uh, Castro's position. And uh, even more recently, this has become very, very obvious. Um, in 2016, before he realized that Trump was going to be president, uh, the director of the CIA, John Brennan, made an incredible admission. He was talking to the Congressional Black Caucus, and uh, he told them that he admitted in his 1980 interview with the CIA that he had voted for the Communist Party USA candidate for president just two years earlier. The name was Gus Hall. He was a known agent of the Soviet Union, one of the most murderous dictatorships that's ever existed on this planet. And so in a sane world, they'd say, wait a minute, you voted for the Communist Party candidate? You absolutely may not have a job. In fact, we're going to put you under surveillance because you're probably a national security threat to this country. What do you mean? Openly supporting a, a, an agent of a murderous communist dictatorship that wants to enslave our country? Forget it. Well, that's not what happened, right? Uh, they gave him a security clearance, and he moved up the ranks so quickly that by the time Barack Hussein Obama came along, who, of course, got his career started, his political career started in the home of communist terrorist Bill Ayers, uh, Brennan became the head of the CIA, right? That is absolutely crazy, and yet that is the reality, and he admitted it, okay? There's no speculation here. Uh, then the FBI, right? The FBI likes to sometimes pretend like it's an intelligence agency as well. Uh, and uh, James Comey, who ran the uh, FBI during some of the Obama years, uh, he actually admitted in an interview to New York Magazine that he was a communist too. Uh, he said in college he was left of center. He voted for a communist. Uh, by the mid-1980s, he had moved away from communist, was his term, uh, to whatever he is now, which who knows, maybe just deep state swamp creature toady uh, is probably the best description of him. And it doesn't stop there, right? Uh, Obama also had a guy called Leon Panetta running the Central Intelligence Agency and also the Department of Defense for a time. And this guy had communist stooge written all over his forehead in a way that you couldn't have missed it if you tried. Right? This guy voted when he was in Congress to provide aid to the Sandinistas, the mass murdering Marxist terrorist group, right? Who, what kind of person does that? Well, a communist, of course, right? He also voted for most favored nation status for the Soviet Union so that they could get more uh, credit and more aid and more support from the U.S. government. He voted to surrender the Panama Canal to the pro-Soviet dictatorship that was running Panama at the time. He had very close ties to the Institute for Policy Studies, which was just a Marxist front, as Congressman Larry McDonald exposed in the congressional record. And this is not new, and it's been a trend for decades. In fact, even before the CIA was the CIA, it was the Office of Strategic Services, it was filled with communists and Soviet agents. They were absolutely everywhere. Um, Eugene Dennis, for example, who served as a recruiter for this organization, uh, he was exposed in the Venona documents uh, as a communist. Uh, we have a Soviet spy and defector Elizabeth Bentley. Uh, she testified that she was collecting dues for the Communist Party USA from numerous high-ranking Office of Strategic Services officials in Washington. Uh, the Venona documents that were decrypted as Soviet intelligence found out that there was more than 200 uh, deep state communists buried within the federal government all up and down the intelligence agencies.
Uh, Duncan Lee, who served as the confidential assistant to the head of the OSS, the founder of the OSS, Bill Donovan, uh, was a communist agent. Uh, he also got to serve as the head of the China section of the OSS. Is it any wonder then that our government betrayed the free Chinese and handed communist China or China over to the mass murdering gangster communists on a silver platter deliberately? Of course not. Right. Uh, the head of the Latin American division, Maurice Halperin, was also a proven communist. Right. We wonder why. So many countries in Latin America felt communism, well, because they had a lot of friends in high places in Washington, D.C., within the intelligence agencies. And you're probably thinking, wait a minute, Alex, that's crazy stuff. You know, yeah, maybe it was filled up with communists. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. We know that now for sure. But that must have just been an accident. They must have just been really good at infiltrating these agencies. Mm, no. Uh, actually, it's interesting because Dick Novak made that claim in the Washington Compost. He said that um, the communists had infiltrated the OSS. And uh, very interesting, uh, the president of the OSS Society, it's kind of like a, an, an association for OSS veterans, his name is Charles Pink. Uh, he actually wrote a letter to the editor responding to the idea that the OSS had been infiltrated by communists. He said, no, 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 no. The OSS, this is a direct quote, the OSS was not infiltrated by communists during the war. We hired them, okay? It was a deliberate decision to hire the communists, okay? So now that we've established that they are not here to protect us from Islamists or communists, in fact, um, they've been at the forefront of enslaving country after country to communism, um, and this is very, very well documented. You can go back and watch our videos about how the U.S. government has been helping communism, about the fake collapse of communism, you know, it, it would be easy to believe that these people are all just incompetent morons, right? Um, you know, it, it, it's very typical of government. We know, you know, if you've been to the DMV, you know, government is not very effective, not very efficient. But nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, the deep state intelligence agencies do have a target. It's not communists and it's not Islamists. It's you. Okay. Um, and, and this really started coming out into the open during the Obama regime. It, it, they really started making it obvious. Uh, the infamous memo from the Department of Homeland Security identified uh, multiple categories of Americans as suspicious and in need of surveillance. Uh, one of the ones was uh, returning veterans, right? Then you had the MIAC report, also from Homeland Security uh, Intelligence Report, right? And, and overall, they listed 72 different groups of Americans as potential extremists and potential terrorists. They had uh, returning veterans, Ron Paul supporters, Chuck Baldwin supporters, constitutionalists, pro-gun activists, right? Second Amendment supporters, states' rights activists, um, uh, people who aren't pleased with the income tax, people who want the border brought under control, people who oppose a new world order. Uh, and, and they even added some leftists in for good measure, right? Environmentalists could be on there, uh, animal rights extremists. So pretty much if you're an American, you have a pulse and an opinion, you are the target. Right. They're not looking for communists. They're not looking for Islamists. They're looking for you. And uh, there were so many things that came out during the Obama administration that, that made this very obvious. Uh, we had, check out this slide here. We have a slide on religious extremism that was being used by the Obama administration to train our soldiers. And uh, you see, you know, the obvious ones are on there. You have Al Qaeda, you have Hamas, you have, uh, you know, various um, terrorist groups. And then you have evangelical Christians. And you have Catholics and you have 
Orthodox Jews. Wait a minute, what's wrong with this picture? And again, there's plenty of decent people who work in these intelligence agencies. But once you get to the upper levels, these are all deep state swamp creatures. These are guys uh, who are, in many cases, known communists who admitted that they were communists, right? They didn't even have to lie about it. Um, some of them are, of course, Islamists. You also have, again, people from all these deep state behind the deep state organizations. If you look, for example, at the Bilderberg attendee list, you very, very frequently have heads of the CIA, heads of the NSA, heads of the Defense Intelligence Agency, heads of some of the British um, intelligence agencies, MI5 and MI6, uh, French, you know, on and on and on. Uh, so we have a real problem with this uh, deep state so-called intelligence community. It needs to be cleaned out, um, you know, regardless of what Chucky e. Schumer said, the, the uh, six ways to get you, six ways from Sunday to get you. Uh, I hope they won't come get me. If anything happens to me, you know who is responsible, right? You can blame the deep state. But um, this is crazy, right? This is not what our founding fathers had in mind. These people need to be exposed. They need to be stopped. It is unconscionable that these maniacs are running around with our money under the guise of keeping us safe, preparing the machinery to spy on and persecute Americans who love liberty, who love America, who love God. It's unconscionable. It needs to stop. Um, Stay tuned, because next week we're going to be looking at some of the crimes of these deep state intelligence agencies, and a lot of this will blow your mind. I'm Alex Newman. I'm your host at Behind the Deep State. Thank you very much for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, all those wonderful things. We love you guys. God bless you, and thank you again.